the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We live in an interesting time. I'm told by some of the people here, I won't say how long, how much longer they've lived than me, but have lived longer than me that they have never seen anything like this in their lives. Certainly, I have not seen anything like this in my life, what's been going on around the world and now around our own country with the novel coronavirus. It's something that I have to, to be honest with you, I have been following this story through social media, people I follow on social media that I would consider to be experts in subjects like this, experts in risk, experts in public health and so forth. And so far everything that they've been saying, especially about the United States, is coming true in exactly the timeline that they have said that it would happen, and they're saying that probably the worst has not yet come. But I bring this up simply because I've been following it since about towards the end of January, and still what I'm seeing happen in our community and throughout the United States is like even when people tell you that it's going to happen, you don't believe it. And when it happens, you're still in disbelief that it's happening. And there's a couple of things that I want to say up front today before I talk about how I think one way, at least, that we can deal with this as Orthodox Christians, and especially during the season of Lent, is I want to underscore some of the things that I sent out to you. And I think there's a lot of misinformation out in the public sphere, and there's a lot of misunderstanding by the general public. One thing that I can tell you that throughout this entire time, as I said, I've been following it, listening to people that, again, are experts in these types of matters, and I don't say that loosely. And again, what they've been saying has come true. So whether you considered them an expert before or not, they look prophetic in hindsight. If you go back and you can go back and see their tweets, what they were saying in January. But during this time, I've never panicked. And I don't believe that any of us need to panic either. I mean, I just can't understand the toilet paper thing, and I'm sorry if some of you guys fall into that category, but I'm thinking to myself, I have a shower and running water. I mean, this is like the last thing I'm going to worry about running out of. But anyway, a lot of people are panicking, and there's no need for us to panic. That doesn't help. As I said, one of these people I follow, I forget now who it was, I sent out the quote to you though, he says, I'm not trying to scare you out of your mind, I'm trying to scare you into your mind. And so we don't need to panic, not any one of us, uh, you know, besides a handful of people in our community, but even then, if we do our jobs, they're not at great personal risk. One thing that we Orthodox Christians do during this season of Lent is we contemplate the fact that all of us are mortal. The fact that all of us someday will go to our grave. That's why, as I've said before, we begin this season, or basically begin at the very beginning of this season, we have the Liturgy of the Saturday of Souls. Remember, right before Meet Fair Sunday, and then we end the season, you know, or the seasons of Pentecost, the Saturday before Pentecost. We again have the Saturday of Souls, so the Church is reminding us of our mortality reminding us that what we're dealing with during these days of Lent is to deal with the fact that we're not going to be here forever. And what we do between the beginning and the end is what matters 
on the great day of judgment. How we live our lives is what matters. And so, you know, we have to realize that we're mortal. But at the same time, all of us and every one of us here, let's be honest about it, we're not trying to hasten our lives to the grave. None of us does that. If we did, we would quit drinking clean water and we wouldn't take antibiotics and we would do all sorts of precautions that we consider today to be normal parts of our life. We try to be healthy individuals. We try to be stewards of the body that God has given us in the time that He's given us on this earth. And so with that in mind, I want us to think about how we as Orthodox Christians during this season of Lent can practice our Lenten discipline given what's going on in the rest of the world. And I think actually this provides us, not just obviously it's unique opportunity for us because as people that I said have lived longer than me have said this hasn't happened in their lives, it certainly hasn't happened in mine. But it gives us, um, I don't even know the right word to use, it gives us a special opportunity to practice Lent, probably in a way that I think is more serious than we normally do. And the reason for that, I think there's a couple of things that I want to highlight. And the first is the fact that what these articles that I sent out to you illustrate to us, again, that not any one of us is at danger, but there is a public health crisis. There's a public health danger. Because when you look at a population of 300 million people, it doesn't take a super high infection rate and super high complication rate in addition to the regular sickness that we have at all times in human societies for us to overwhelm our healthcare systems. And that's the problem that's been going on in most of the rest of the world. We can look at the numbers and we can say, well, you know, it doesn't seem like it's that risky. And you're right, again, to yourself it's not. But it becomes more risky to those who are vulnerable and it becomes a problem because our healthcare system in any country, no matter how good it is, is limited because we're finite people, we're mortal people, we have our limits. And so the things that we can do during this time, like social distancing or even it may come a time very quickly, it's certainly coming in our major cities from what I've been hearing from friends of mine and contacts that I have throughout the U.S. in those cities. It's probably coming this week where people will be locked down or quarantined and where people who don't show any symptoms will be told, you need to stay in your homes. This is happening all over Europe now. Just stay inside as much as possible. You only go out to get your groceries and you only go out if you need to go to the hospital or if you need to go to work and your job is a job that's deemed necessary for you to keep going. I saw this morning even Nike and Urban Outfitters decided to shut all of their stores here in the U.S. So people are starting to react. So our lives are going to be inconvenienced in a way that they're not normally inconvenienced. And you know, brothers and sisters, our lives during Lent are often inconvenienced. Usually it's by us coming to more services and having our potlucks and so forth and having to fast or choosing to fast, I should say, because we all have that choice. Some people now in some parts of the world, well, at all times, but especially now, people are making not a choice to fast, they're fasting because they don't have the food or they don't have the money to get the food because they're out of jobs because of the economic harm. So most of us, brothers and sisters, if we practice 
our Orthodox faith sincerely, we're going to be inconvenienced during Lent. But you know, at the end of those, at the end of Lent, and let's be honest with ourselves, the tendency can be that we can sort of feel good about ourselves because we came to these extra services. We can feel good about ourselves that we fasted, like we accomplished something. But you know what's ironically beautiful about what's going on? There's nothing beautiful about death, but I'm saying about us where we can grow spiritually during this season is the fact that the things that we're going to do to help protect vulnerable people in our society and to help protect our healthcare system and our healthcare workers isn't going to benefit us. Most of us today, it's not going to benefit us at all. And that's what the gospel is really about. And that's what this season is really about. Is laying down our lives for the benefit of others when there is no benefit to us. I'm not worried about catching coronavirus and having some severe illness myself. I'm in a category of people that most likely, it can hit anybody, but most likely, I'll be sick for a few days. I'll be inconvenienced. You know, in this society, now I'll have to be quarantined for a while, and I'll go on with my life. No big deal. But the way that I'll be inconvenienced, have been inconvenienced, and probably will be more in the days ahead, is, again, for the sake of the gospel, for the sake of others, not because it's going to benefit me, but because it's going to benefit them. And that's truly what this season of Great Lent is about for us Orthodox. And related to that, what we are doing now, what we'll likely have to do in the future, and most of us in Wichita are likely to be not as highly affected as places that are more densely populated, but nonetheless, what we're seeing around our society should underline, underscore for us the importance of faith. And again, that's one of the things that we emphasize during this season of Lent. And the reason I bring this up as it relates to what I said before is because if we truly understand what faith is, it's not just an intellectual belief, but it's a trust in God that impacts the way that we live our lives in the hope, with the trust, that on the day of judgment, He will judge us differently than the world has judged us. Because oftentimes when we follow His teaching, when we put our trust in Him, the world will condemn us. People will think that we're silly for doing the things that we're doing, but if we have true faith, the faith that we try to cultivate during this Lenten season, we trust that He will do as He did with Jesus, that He will reverse the judgment of this world against us and that He will raise us to be seated at His right hand. But we don't see that, brothers and sisters, until the end. As we practice various things like social distancing and perhaps if it gets serious enough, we may have to be quarantined or locked down inside our homes, many of us, we won't see the benefit that we're doing to others. Again, that's part of why it's hard to get the public to buy into the things that they need to do to sort of stave these types of things off before they get bad. We don't see the benefit of what we do. Because I don't see if I don't get somebody else ill. Because they don't get ill. I don't see if I don't get 
somebody else ill, who gets 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 somebody else ill, who dies because they don't die and they don't get ill. You know, one of the people that I like to follow the most, he's actually an Orthodox Christian, originally from Lebanon, Nassim Taleb. He's an expert in many different subjects. He was uh, primarily at one time a trader in the stock market, using math to outsmart most of the market. He's written a lot of good books. He, one of the ones that maybe you have heard of is uh, Black Swan, The High Impact of the Improbable. He is someone who I followed from the beginning of this coronavirus situation, who's been very outspoken about it and has been warning about the public health consequences and so forth. But I bring him up now to point out something that I learned from him in that book, The Black Swan. He talked about how he, as an academic, at times he doesn't like to use that word of himself as an academic, but when he does academic things, when he does things of academic rigor and so forth, where people would be presented with awards for their achievements, he has decided to swear off receiving any awards. And the reason that he has behind that relates to what I just said. And the reason that he has done that is he says, because the greatest accomplishments of human beings is preventing things from happening. And when that happens, they usually get no credit because the thing didn't happen. You know, we give credit, and we should. It's nothing bad about it. We give credit to the people that we heard about today in Mark's Gospel because they took this paralytic, this sick man who couldn't fend for himself, and they took him to Jesus to be healed. That's a wonderful thing. But what's even more wonderful is if someone could have prevented the paralytic from being paralyzed in the first place and using, you know, losing 30, 40, whatever it was, years of his life before Jesus, he was taken to Jesus and he was healed. And so, brothers and sisters, we often don't see the benefit that we have to others when we do things like be careful about spreading viruses and being too close to people and so forth. We don't see the benefit of that. We don't see our faith all the time and what results from that. And so this is an opportunity for us, brothers and sisters, this sad situation, this unique situation in our society. It's a special opportunity for us during this Lenten season for us to learn about how we might lay down our lives, how we might inconvenience ourselves a little bit for the benefit of others, knowing that we will probably never know. Maybe in the kingdom God will show us. But having the faith that what we do will have a direct impact on the lives of those who might have had a loved one who was lost because we didn't do what we should do, because we didn't want to be inconvenienced. So brothers and sisters, let us learn of the example of our Lord Jesus Christ, the faith that he had to accomplish God's will, the trust that he had that God would reverse the judgment in his laying down his life, inconveniencing in a big way himself for our salvation. To him be all glory, honor, and worship forever and ever. Amen. <laughs>